Hey everyone, it's Lauren and Mark. Welcome to another edition of the Loose Lugs Racing Podcast. We have some great stuff in store. Let's get to it. All right. Hello, Loose Log Nation. Today we have episode 47 for you. Mark, when I think of the number 47, I almost think of teams more than drivers. You think of Chase Motorsports up here in the state of Wisconsin, Wisconsin International Raceway. Uh, they travel a little bit. You know, they had drivers like Casey Johnson, Travis Sauter, Mike Gardner, Dalton Zier, Terry Baldry, Brayson Bennett. Uh, Ryan Farrell's part of that crew now. You could go on and on with the list of drivers they have. Then I also think of JTG Doherty, and they had drivers like Marcus Ambrose, Bobby Labonte, A.J. Allmendinger, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., who's in the car. But the most successful number 47 was Jack Smith with 18 wins in 194 races. Another guy that I almost forgot, Ronnie Bouchard. Hey, I remember that race down at Talladega. This is one and only time he ever won watching the Talladega race back in the day. And hey, for you old schoolers, how about MJ McBride in that yellow Torino? You know, if you ever went to Shadow, he was in a 47 up there and that was pretty cool. So, but yeah, when it comes to the 47 with Chase Motorsports and all the super drivers that's come through there, you know, being local like that, that's our favorite 47 of all time there, buddy. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, let's get into it. We have to go all the way back to Memorial Day weekend and the uh, Coca-Cola 600 weekend, all that stuff at Charlotte. Uh, for the truck series, let's start with that. Uh, in stage one, it was Sheldon Creed, Todd Gilliland, Nemechek, Hill, Zane Smith, Ankrum, Kraus, Crafton, Rhodes, and Haley Deegan inside the top ten. At the end of stage two, it was Zane Smith, Hill, Majeski, Kraus, Truex, Crafton, Hosevar, Friesen, Enfinger, and Nemechek. The big incident that happened in the last stage was Johnny Sauter incident when there was a truck stop there, and he had nowhere to go. That car got, that truck got destroyed, and they, they said it was a black truck that was stalled on the end, and uh, the spotters couldn't see it, and and uh, that could have been really a lot worse than what it was, and yeah, Johnny's truck got completely destroyed. And I had a little bit of a problem like that, that the... Uh, um, first responders didn't get to him right away, and we kind of checked that out. And uh, there was so many people that dropped the ball in that situation, but um, it worked out. Nobody got hurt. That's be thankful for that. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty scary. And then you know you didn't see the window net drop right away for Johnny too. So um, thankfully everything uh, everyone was all right. Uh, scary deal there. Uh, hope we don't see another one like that for a while. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek goes on and wins the race. It was Nemechek, Hosevar, Rhodes, Friesen, Gillen, Chandler Smith, Majeski, Kraus, Hill, and Zane Smith. You know, Mark, one thing we've been catching up with uh, Ty Majeski and Derek Kraus quite often. You know, Derek's the one who's been joining us after his truck series races. We did interview him, but unfortunately we had technical difficulties, so we had to actually redo the podcast here. But what a good run for the both of them at Charlotte. Yeah, for sure. You know, I thought Hill had something for him there, but he ran something over there, and he ended up cutting the tire down. And, hey, the winner, Nemechek, even had a great big uh, dent in the top of the hood, you know, where a piece of shrapnel came off of that incident. And so, um, yeah, it works out. But, yeah, we sure do appreciate Derek and, and Ty Majeski that come on our our podcast and give us some uh, some of their time to 
fill in what, how their races have gone. Yeah, absolutely, and we'll uh, catch up with them here soon. Uh, we'll have to redo that and talk about all the weeks that we'll have to catch up with them on uh, going back to Charlotte. Um, let's move to the Xfinity City Series race, though. Stage one, Daniel Hemrick wins that one. It was Hemrick, Almendinger, Gibbs, Sindrick, Jeb Burton, Briscoe, Gregson, Harrison Burton, Sieg, and Reddick. Stage two was Hemrick, Almendinger, Gregson, Sindrick, Briscoe, Harrison Burton, Jeb Burton, Gibbs, Allgaier, and Jones. You know, Gibbs went through the turf at the end of stage two there. Uh, thankfully, they have that turf there because otherwise that car would have been destroyed as well. Yeah, my notes say AstroTurf. About time. <laughs> you know, it's good to see somebody lose the grass, you know, get in the grass, and, and it doesn't destroy their vehicles. So, but, uh, you know, Hemrick was using that paint around that low line like Atlanta, trying to find the grip down there, and them, them first two... Uh, um, stages, he was actually making that work around there. So I kind of um, jotted that. Hey, how about Matt Mills when he had that slide down the back stretch and that that um, drone was there and that drone just barely cleared the roof of that. That was a, the coolest angle, camera angle of the year so far this year. <laughs> that was awesome. You know, unfortunately for Matt Mills, he was the one who spun, but uh, you couldn't beat that angle that they had there. Just, just an incredible... Uh, an incredible timing for it to be close enough to that spin. Uh, great job by those folks that are catching that. You know, the other thing that happened was Ryan Sieg had a drift. Uh, I'll say it was around both one and two. It seemed like it lasted forever. You thought he was going to save, and unfortunately it overcorrected. He collected Josh Berry and Brett Moffitt big time. Uh, the other incident that happened, Ty Gibbs and Briscoe. Uh, Gibbs did not touch Briscoe at all, which I thought he did. He just packed the air underneath him. Unfortunately for Briscoe, that was going for the lead there. Uh, there was also a wreck on the second to last restart. Collected a, a lot of guys there. But Ty Gibbs, we just mentioned him. He went through the grass at the end of stage two. He comes back to win the race. It was Gibbs, Sindrick, Harrison Burton, Brown, Reddick, Briscoe, Ty Dillon, Jones, Jeb Burton, and Clements, your top ten. You know, Brown with a fourth place, and he had those new tires on and thought that he was really going to come and make a finish out of that. He still got a fourth place. Good good strategy, but just didn't have enough laps to finish it off. Yeah, I thought, and so did the announcers, thought that maybe he could possibly come and grab this thing. Uh, he's been getting better and better. It's um, And you've been seeing some of the videos he's been making, you know, about sponsorship and, and all that stuff. That was pretty funny there. Caught a lot of people's attention. Hopefully he gets some sponsorship because he looks like the real deal. Yeah, he's laying on the hood like a model, you know, with his elbow up to his ear. Like, this is, hey, check us out. And sponsorship, you know, and it had a big for sale sign on the front hood like that, you know. And uh, eh, it's creativity like that that just might uh, score you a, a sponsor. and and keep you moving down the line so good good stuff there no doubt and he actually did pick up a sponsor since that aired so uh good for him hopefully that helps him out a, a little more because like you just said the creativity you don't see a lot of that and uh got some airtime. so good for those guys uh let's go into the coca-cola 600 then stage one you're gonna hear a lot of this uh We'll call it the Larson Show. How about that? Larson wins stage one. Then it was Chase Elliott, Byron, Harvick, Austin Dillon, Kyle Busch, Truex, Reddick, Stenhouse, and Bowman. Stage two, Larson, Elliott, Byron, Kyle Busch, Reddick, Harvick, Bowman, Busher, Hamlin, Austin Dillon. The third stage, remember there's four total in this race. They go in 100 uh, increments here. Stage three, Larson, Byron, Kyle Busch, Elliott, Bowman, Reddick, Hamlin, Austin Dillon, Wallace, Harvick, 
The one thing I do want to note in the race, because as you can tell, it was dominated by Larson. Uh, Ryan Newman blew a tire and got up into the wall. He was sponsored by Kohler, which is a Wisconsin company. And they had Corporal Brian Prenning's name on the car. And Corporal Prenning was from Plymouth, Wisconsin. So, uh, you know, actually I'm getting goosebumps thinking about this here because... Uh, that's a Wisconsin native who gave the ultimate sacrifice and was on that car. Unfortunately, uh, got some airtime due to Newman blowing that tire there, but pretty cool to have Corporal Brian Prenning's name on the car. You know, what Fox does on a pre-race show uh, uh, before uh, Charlotte, you know, and <clears throat> they uh, they do such a super job, and it's, it's better every year of how much they appreciate our vets out there and, and respect it and give them a salute, you know. Um, sometimes that's really gives you the chills and and then when I hear taps man I just ball up you know I'm just <laughs> it, it's just the way it is um, um, it's really great that they respect the, our guys that uh, gave the ultimate so yeah good stuff absolutely and you know shout out to all the men and women who uh, continuously join who ha who have been in the military and also are in it or are joining it because we can't do it without you guys and girls and mark i want to tell you this too uh shout out to to my brother who was in in the navy but also you mark you were in the navy as well so i always uh, after the national anthem when we're together i would say thank you man thank you to my brother thank you to his friends that were in there chris friend chris shout out to him doing in there um man it i i <sighs> It's hard to put into words how much it means to me, put it that way. You know, my brother Mike, he was in the Navy, and my dad, he was over in Germany back in the day. You know, it, um, I have uncles, you know, that all, you know, through the, through the family and stuff like that. And, yeah, when it's National Anthem, I, I actually look around and I try to find a veteran and come up and I shake their hand. I actually go out of my way. Um, you know, police officers, too. I've, I've, the more and more that I go through life... I appreciate just exactly what they do also. And, uh, you know, there's a policeman standing over there on a corner, and I'm going this direction. I'll actually go over that way, and I'll salute them and hey, shake their hand because I, I think they just do such a super job also. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, as do I. So uh, thank you to all the men and women who keep us safe, uh, whether you be in the military, uh, first responders, police officers, what, what name you. But uh, thank you. Uh, we... It mean, like I just told Mark, it means more than I can put into words. Yep, it's for sure, man. Back to racing, though. Um, Larson won the race. You could probably figure that one out. Really? <laughs> uh, and then it was Elliott, Kyle Busch, Byron, Bowman, Dylan, Hamlin, Busher, Reddick, and Harvick. You know, the thing also that's special on that Memorial Day Sunday is the Indy 500 runs. And I don't know where this ranks for you, Mark. Let's talk about this for a little bit. The Indy 500 to me is very close to the Daytona 500. May even um, may even rank higher than the uh, Daytona 500 for me. It's and and me that might be because and not this is gonna sound this is gonna come out probably how I don't mean it to, but race cars are so safe where indy cars aren't as safe and they're putting their lives on the line almost every lap it seems like every second race car drivers are too don't get me wrong nobody want i i don't want to see a wreck i don't want to see it but it's that little thing in the back of your head knowing that indy cars are 
Less safe, more crazy, I guess I would say. Higher speed. Yeah. Um, um, unpredictable. Things yeah. happen so much faster yeah. than what goes on with that. And, you know, stock cars, you know, we, we've been so fortunate with the safety of, and it's come a long way. But it has for NASCAR or for IndyCar, too. No doubt. You know, back in the day when they used to nose it into the wall, it was, it was determined they were going to have broken feet. It was just their feet were vulnerable being down in the nose of the car. And they've come so far with safety on that. But, yeah, hey, when it comes to Indianapolis, I mean, I, there's, there's more history at Indianapolis than what there was at Daytona. And, I'm, you know, it's been around so much longer. You know, we went down there and kissed the bricks when yeah. we went down to Indy, <laughs> you know, and you could just you could just feel the history. If you ever go to Indianapolis and you're in, around in town, you know, and they, they've got the museum that's always open, and that's just dynamite, too. But you could take a tour of the place, and they'll actually take you on a shuttle bus and drive you around the track, and you can get out, and you can kiss the brakes or check the corners out, and you just, you're in awe. You're just like, look at this, you know. And I'm a stalker, you know. I'm a stock car driver, but you go to Indianapolis, and you can just feel the history that's behind that place it's unbelievable you gotta stop there that's a bucket list for you i couldn't agree more um but i will also say this you go to daytona and you get that same feeling yep. and with daytona not only the daytona 500 the truck race the xfinity race the rolex 24 is a huge event there too so it's kind of like i you said there's more history at india i don't know if i would go that far because of the different events also at uh daytona the Indy 500 versus Daytona 500 discussion is an interesting one. It's 1A, 1B to me. It's close. I don't know where you'd rank them above there, but special either way. But when you go to Memorial Day, you know, and they run the 500 and then the 600 afterwards, it seems like the 500 um, gets the more publicity and well-deserved, well-deserved so. You know, the 600 is a big deal too, even though this year <laughs> Larson stunk up the show, you know. But uh, the race for the 500 this year, I mean, if you watch the 500 this year, that was just amazing race. That, and uh, I thought it was one of the better 500s that we've had in a long time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, you think back a few years ago, uh, Elio versus Hunter Ray, that was a good one. You've had, you've had good ones uh, along the way. You know, Sato, Sato versus Franchitti, that might have been like 2009, 2010, somewhere around there. Uh, good ones along the way, but this year was the same way, Mark. Let's get into it here with the Indy 500. Uh, the big event there that happened was uh, Graham Rahal had a tire come off after pitting, and they were setting themselves up very nicely. They had the speed, and they had the right pit strategy. It may have become their race to lose. Unfortunately, it was their to, theirs to lose because that tire came off. The tire actually hit Car Connor Daly's nose, who was strong all day as well. That affected him a little too. I'm always scared about a, a tire that goes flying and goes goes through the air like that, you know. But then once um, everything went around what happened on pit road, um, there was so many, you know, some guys had to actually take an emergency stop. Dixon was one of them. Um, you know, when Stephen Wilson, he wrecked on pit road and these guys actually had to take an emergency stop well, they ended up losing a lap. You don't get a you don't get a lucky dog in IndyCar. You got to earn it. Like, and you know what? I'm still old school, and I still wish it was that way instead of giving you a lap back. But that that's just the way it is. But uh, um, yeah, when I saw that tire go flying, like, oh my God! You know, there's 
people have been taken out by tires that are just out of control. But um, all the whole 500 was determined what happened on pit road this year. That's that's kind of a weird kind of thing. But uh, what a race, man! That was a that turned out to be a beauty. Yeah, you know, in addition to Dixon getting stuck under that yellow to emergency pit, and that actually would happen when when Rossi and Dixon had an emergency pit, like you just said, Mark, the car shut off. That's what affected them. It wasn't that they had to stop. It was the car shut off, and then they have to refire it. That's how they lost their lap. Dixon actually did eventually get his lap back too late in the race to come back and do anything. He finished 16th, I believe. Rossi ended up going down a second lap down, I believe. But right there, two big swingers. You know, Dixon was on... On the pole there, but Rossi, you know, these big shooters, Sawson, two of them are pretty much out of contention right off the bat on lap 30, 31, whatever it was. Well, Dixon tried to make it on fuel mileage, and there was a little bit of hope there at the end, but it didn't work out for him. The strategy didn't work. Yeah. It ended up becoming a four-car battle, Alex Blow, Castro Nevis, Award, and Pagano. Uh Pagano came a long way to catch that top three, actually. If that race was... A little longer, Pagano might have just won that race. Uh, it ended up being a two-car battle, really, them swapping the positions, Polo and Elio. Elio makes the final pass with two to go and wins his fourth Indy 500. Tying names, these names are huge. A.J. Foyt, Al Unser, Rick Mears, they all have four wins. It's the most all-time. And I'll pose this question to you, Mark. Lap traffic can be interesting in a place. We've seen it where, uh, do you remember in 2011... When um, the four car went around a lap car and got up in the wall, J.R. Hildebrand actually got two eye, hit the wall out of four, and here comes uh, Dan Weldon to win the Indy 500 after being so far back because lap traffic kind of navigated where Jr. had to go. He probably could have slowed up, but as a racer's mind, you don't want to do that, so yeah, he tried to go outside and he ended up wrecking. Uh, but in this instance... Lap traffic may have helped Elio. It may have gave him. They were so they were a little little ahead of him that they may have gave him just enough toe to not let Plo get a bigger toe drafting with Elio. I agree with that. And uh, yep, he, he never can control when you come into lap traffic. And those guys showed respect for where they were and what they did. And uh, what a popular win, man! I was happy about that stuff. <laughs> Watching them climb the fence and everything like that, and all the yep. the hugs and, uh, and everything like that, and pouring the milk and all that stuff. I just dig that stuff, man. That that was such a popular win. Um, it was good to see a good race on Memorial Day, even though Larson, you know, uh, stunk up his show. Um, he deserved it. He he won his race, but the Indy 500 on Memorial Day was was the race of the day. Yeah, it's hard to beat that. You know, NASCAR, the stack was against them right off the bat after that great show. But uh, still talking about the Indy 500 here, the celebration, you know, they called him Spider-Man when he would win because he would climb the fence like you just said. But I've never seen a driver walk three-quarters of the way down the front stretch, you know, just because he's so happy and celebrating. And they were trying to get his car on the platform. That took forever. And also... Let me say this, and Mark, you can chime in after. Um, he used to drive for Team Penske, and they kind of made a story about this during the Indy 500 where it may have not ended the greatest because they kept him under contract where he couldn't do anything else really, and he goes out, and Roger Penske now owns the IndyCar Series, Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I'm sure everything's cordial because that's the way those two guys are and it's business and things happen. But what a way to go out there and 
and win for your former team driver at at his track and his series and all that, uh, that would add a little bit to it too, hey, I'm sure. The, the captain came up and gave him, you know, gave him a hug too. For you sure, know? for sure. So, yeah. you know, it was so popular. It was just, you know, from one guy to the next, and the camera just kept following him all the way to victory lane. It was so popular. I love that. That was just super. I liked that a lot. For sure. It was great event. Uh, can't wait for it next year. I always look forward to Memorial Day weekend for the Hey, he's going to run Slinger down here at the SRX series, hey. isn't he? So he'll be down here Saturday right. night. He's going to be raced at the SRX to here at Slinger. So. And I'll be here for it. All so right. that'll be that. I'm looking forward to that, seeing something different go around here. So, um, yeah, it's going to be cool seeing him go around Slinger. Uh, let's get into Mid-Ohio now for the Xfinity Series. Stage 1 was AJ, Sindrick, Haley, Jeb Burton, Allgaier, Jones, Herbst, LeBay, Annette Clements. Gregson hit the grass on an opening lap and got destroyed. Harrison Burton did that later as well. Um, you know, at road courses, I don't have any defense for grass versus turf because that's just, it is what it is. Uh, but... Unfortunate for Gregson, you could just tell that it was wearing on him because during that stretch of races, there nothing went right for them. What a bummer! Sometimes some guys can hit the grass and it doesn't affect them, and some guys hit the, and it takes the splintered old front end off the off the car. And it was Gregson didn't even make it out of the first turn, and it was over for him. Um, hey, they had controlled pit stops. Remember we had that when we were at Road America, and uh, we didn't understand it. We tried to. You know, figure it out as we went, but they had control pit stops because, you know, the regular guys were somewhere else, not at Mid-Ohio, and uh, you had to be in the pits for up to 70 seconds, and that actually uh, made a difference in this race. It did, yeah, for sure. Uh, stage two was Haley, Jones, Jeb Burton, Herp, Sindrick, LeBay, Snyder, Brown, Annette, and Ellis, uh, and the race was won by A.J. Allmendinger. He comes back after that pit road snafu you were just alluding to. Uh, Haley, Gibbs, Jones, Lally, Brown, Annette, Barry, Sieg, and Williams were the top 10 there. You know, uh, Cedric had 11-second lead there, and then the caution came out. He was your pick, matter of fact. Yes, so that was. Made me, Thank you made for me, reminding me. Yeah, but that's the last time I've uh, ever won. So anyway, but uh, A.J. came down on that restart, made a three-wide and he just did a bonsai mood, made it work, and then uh, Sendrick got booted off into the grass. And uh, AJ, <laughs> he was driving like a man possessed. And uh, hey, he even congratulated with Mr. Tickles. Mr. <laughs> Tickles, he even was happy for him too that he won the race. <laughs> That's his kitty cat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that incident with uh, Sendrick, unfortunate for me, of course. Uh, there were three wide there, and Haley actually. Um, bounced off there was a lot of bouncing off and whoever was outside of Haley they bounced off of Haley Haley had nowhere to go he bounced into Cindric and it was on from there but uh you know those road course races they're good stuff um we'll we'll talk about uh Sonoma here uh and then also Road America but at Sonoma Kyle Larson wins stage one it was Larson Elliott Kyle Busch Truex Bowman Austin Dillon Reddick Kurt Busch Benedetto, and Eric Jones Stage two was Larson, Logano, Bowman, Kurt Busch, Elliott, Byron, Kyle Busch, Kozlowski, Hamlin, and Bell. Kyle Larson wins the race. He had a stretch here of winning pretty much everything. Uh, Elliott was second, Truex, Logano, Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch, Chastain, Hamlin, Bowman, and Blaney. Byron got caught up in a 
incident with LaJoy and Chastain there in turn 11. Priest spun and came back on, on in front of Cody Ware. Yikes, that was, uh, that was ugly. A lot of damage to Cody Ware, and he was not happy about that down in the S's. Well, he cut across there like a Walmart pick parking lot, you know. <laughs> he drove right through there and ended up back on the racetrack. Hey, what I thought about Sonoma is they brought back the carousel, and they'd taken that away for years before. And that old carousel, and I remember back in the day with the battles between Mark Martin and Dale Earnhardt, you know, running that carousel. And that, that went away for the longest time, and they brought that back this year. And that brought back some memories, man. That was good stuff. Yeah, you know, when I think of Sonoma, and I'm pretty sure that the carousel was there while I was growing up, but more recent memory since I was little till what was it, two years ago they brought back the carousel. I always remember them coming out of that corner with that wall kind of sticking out there and they would go over the rumble strips and have to turn back a little bit before they go into that tight corner before the S's. So I always prefer to see Sonoma that way. I do like the carousel though, don't get me wrong, um, but it's just it's just a little different. You know, they could put it either way and I would be happy. Yeah, well, they keep going over the rumble strips on that old course that they had running and they kind of cut it off and then when they had the maybe the drone or the blimp shot or whatever like that and you, and you get a glimpse of it to see where the track used to be and where they're racing now and you know there's a big ass drag strip that runs right through that place and sometimes they're on the drag strip and they hook around this way and that way and Sonoma is a uh, it's a whole different kind of deal out there but uh Good stuff, man. I, I, I really actually enjoyed the, the Sonoma race this year. Yeah, it's a big-ass drag strip, huh? It's a big-ass drag strip. <laughs> if you look at it on what's when it's on, uh, you know, when they look at it from overhead, I mean, it, it cuts right through the property, yeah. and everything drives around there. You know, they'd like to race that in the spring when it's, it's spring and it's green there. Every time we watch it, it's always yellow and burned up there you know there, there's a bunch of rain that's out there but yeah um sonoma yeah i like the way they all look uh the <clears throat> the way the track was actually set up this year i, I enjoyed the hell out of that yeah yeah good race so well you know uh larson you know larson yeah <laughs> larson, larson you know well really hendrick you know yeah you know they're popping all these top fives everybody yeah. is so yeah they're the, they're the ones that are setting the bar high right now yep yep for sure uh, let's go into Texas. We'll start with the truck series. Stage one was won by Nemechek. Then it was Hill, Rhodes, Chandler Smith, Friesen, Poole, Austin Wayne Self, Kraus, Gilliland, Barry. Creed wrecked twice in that stage. The first time he ended up uh, getting loose out of the groove, hit the rear end, damaged it pretty good, and the second time was for good. Well, he finished it off on the second one. If he didn't do it good enough on the first time, he made sure it was done on the second one. So, yep. but, uh, yeah, too bad for him. Yeah, it, it, that's all got something to do with that, that PJ one, you know. And you get up into it if it's not activated, and uh, sometimes some guys say it's like driving on ice, and you hit that, and there might be some marbles up in there and whatever, and send you on your way. So, um, yeah, you see, I'm a large fan of that sticky stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, stage two was Zane Smith, Tanner Gray, Kraus, Pool. Barry, Chase Elliott, Chandler Smith, Nemechek, Enfinger, and Hill. Friesen and Hofsavar make contact. Uh, Friesen ended up wrecking. Dollar wrecked hard into the inside wall later on. The race was won by John Hunter Nemechek. Then it was Elliott, Enfinger, Hill, Chandler Smith, Zane Smith, Gillen, Ingram, Gray, and Barry. You know, I like that Texas one. They took that banking out of turn one. That changed the whole dynamic of, of that racetrack. 
and it makes it more of a challenge. I mean, you can you can floor it through three and four, but you have to figure out how to get around one and two. And uh, I like the way Texas is set up these days. Yeah, two significantly different corners. And it seems like when we even go to these short tracks and we talk about it, you know, you could say the same thing about Wisconsin International Raceway. It seems like you have to uh, sacrifice a little here and there to make it go. And it's just, uh, it's an interesting process to be able to hit it just right. Yeah. So, but uh, high speed, man. And uh, you got to figure it out as you go along. So, yeah, I like Texas. That's good stuff. No doubt. Just for an all-star race, though, I thought they, the new the new all-star race that came out here, you know, we're going to be talking about this now, is uh, the new format that they had out with all these little 15-lap little, uh, like, heat races and grabbing points here and there. And, um, wow, it uh, it turned out to be really popular. And I think that's they got something to build on on that, on the all-star race. Yeah, I agree. Before we get into that, let's go to the Xfinity Series first, though. Uh, stage 1 was won by Sindrick, Hemrick, Kyle Busch, Jones, Haley, Elmendinger, Elgeyer, Annette, Harrison Burton, Gregson. Stage 2 was by Kyle Busch, uh, Hemrick, Sindrick, Harrison Burton, Gregson, Elgeyer, Elmendinger, Barry, Herbst, Annette. Barry and Jeb made contact. Unfortunately, Jeb Burton wrecked. Uh, you know, later on, there was a great save by Jones. Snyder ended up wrecking pretty good after contact with Barry, so Barry had a little bit of a rough day there. Harrison Burton backed it into the wall. There was an overtime finish. The race was won by Kyle Busch. Then it was Allgaier, Sindrick, Hemrick, Jones, Umendinger, Gregson, Moffat, Haley, and Annette. Uh, speaking of the All-Star race, let's get into it. Uh, first was the Open to get into the All-Star race. Uh, Chastain won the first segment, Tyler Reddick won the second, and Almirola won the actual Open by winning the last stage, uh, and they those three advanced to the All-Star race. Matt Benedetto also advances due to the fan vote. So, yeah, and it was kind of seeing that uh, Stuart Haas was actually finally showing some, some life, <laughs> you know, with Almirola winning there. That team has been struggling so bad this year. Um, you know, Harvick is still getting some decent finishes, but it's not like it used to be. Um, but uh, all in all, um, I like seeing all that. You, you win a stage, you advance. Um, everything they did at that all-star race, I was a fan of. That's good stuff. Yep, yep, completely agree. For the all-star race, round one was won by Kyle Larson. They inverted 12. In that first round there, there was a great save by Christopher Bell. There was a mm -hmm. few good saves this weekend. Yeah, it was a beautiful save, but they still threw a caution because they thought, oh, he's going to wreck, and he never wrecked. And just like, you threw a caution for that? Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> I ain't going to beat a dead horse, you know. There's been sometimes like, why isn't there a caution, and why isn't it back and forth? And a lot of times I've told you that you and I could actually run a race uh, better than what they can. Uh, but, but whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm not going to beat the horse. I've been doing that all year, complaining about when cautions should be thrown or not. So, But anyway, that one there shouldn't have been a caution. It was an awesome save, and he could have moved on, but they threw a caution. But anyway. Yeah, I I know what you're saying. I'm not going to say that we could win, uh, run a race better because I'm up in the tower on Thursday nights and have been on other towers before. I'm down with the fans, and I'll tell you what. We can do it down there on the seats, you know, down there, you know. <laughs> yeah. You're just like being on a couch, you know, Monday morning couch, and we can, we can figure it out as we go here or something. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, whatever. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> let's just move on from that. Now we're now we're off the, off on the yeah, trails yeah. here. Uh, round two was won by Blaney. 
Uh, he won it from the pole. They inverted again after that. Bowman won the third round. They inverted nine. Byron was able to hold off Larson. Uh, they said that they will be forced to pit within the first 20 laps of round five with the fastest pit crew taking home $100,000. $100, round five was won by Chase Elliott, who also had the fastest pit crew. So good round five for, for those guys that and girls. It wasn't even close. It wasn't close at all on the, on that pit stop, and uh, yeah, Chase's crew really uh, he, they dominated that pit pit stop. The other thing that happened is Keselowski caught a break by being on pit road when the caution came out. He was the last one to pit, caught a break there. Yeah, and he almost pulled off the win. Um, surprising, but yeah, he he picked the right time to be on there, and he got off pit road just when the caution came out. So um, he almost pulled that off. Yeah, good move. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, in the final round, there was a lot of shuffling happened, three wide all over the place, and Brad Spotter didn't clear him off of turn two, and I think he could have, because <laughs> here's here's my mindset. You know it's going to be close. I would have cleared him, because here's the thing that I think about. It's the awesome race. No points on. It's all or nothing for the money. So let's get it done. Let's try to block if we're able to. If it didn't work out, then it didn't work out. You're not down any points or anything. The owners will lose a little bit of money, so I'm playing with house money here talking about this, but I think I would have cleared them hard to say. Um, may It might have been the right decision, but that cost Brad the race. He stayed with Larson after he got by him, but just couldn't get back by him. Larson wins the All-Star race. It was Larson, Kozlowski, Elliott, Logano, Blaney, Bowman, Byron, Almirola, Kyle Busch and Kurt Busch inside the top 10. Like you just said, good all-star race. Yeah, you know, Keselowski, I, I think he kicked himself in the butt afterwards, just like, you know, I think he even yelled over the, he was so close to doing it. Um, hey, they teach him back in the, the old day of the all-star race, just bring back the steering wheel and the helmet. That's, exactly. You know, and, uh, um, you know, Keselowski was being respectful there and, uh, well, that opened the door for Larson, and yeah, well, then it was inevitable. That, that that was the move of the race. Well, and you just said it. You opened the door for Larson, it's going to be shut right back in your face yeah, because yeah. it's over at that point, it, lately anyway. Yeah, so, well, but but that's a split decision, decision second right there, you know. You're just yep. like, uh, and if you, if you hesitate, if you hesitate a half a second, you can't do that move. You either do that move, but if you hesitate, you you just can't do that, and uh, and that's where Keselowski came about. <clears throat> I'm yep. sure he hesitated and just said, "I can't make that move," and it cost him the All Star race. Yep, yeah, but good race, you know. Oh, good race God, anyway. yes, yeah. yeah, they can do that again. Yep. Uh, then they went to Nashville Super Speedway for the first time in a decade. Uh, stage one for the trucks. Derek Krause, who had the pull, our buddy Derek Krause. Uh, awesome job by him and that team. Uh, then it was Hill, Chandler Smith, Enfinger, Jack Wood, Priest, Zane Smith, Sauter, Byron, and Ankrum. Stage two was won by Chandler Smith. Then it was Zane Smith, Kraus, Sauter, Crafton, Rhodes, Wood, Gray, Enfinger, Priest. In stage two, unfortunately, Byron blew up. You know, Derek Kraus, and it was like a quarter of a second that he won the yeah. pole by, and he he led every lap of that that first uh, first stage. Um, had a tough pit stop after that, but uh, um, different running at Nashville um, on the concrete slab there. Um, you know, a lot of people, I mean, you talk to a lot of race fans, they wish that they were down at the fairgrounds 
Um, but uh, hey, crowds were there. Um, seemed to be a pretty successful weekend down there in Nashville. Yeah, yeah, and you need to be in the Nashville market regardless because the banquet is there, country music is there. It's just a hotbed for racing that you, you like need to be. You like country music, don't you? Huh? Well, that's huh? yeah, that's a different story for a different day. Yeah, not really. I'll, anyway. te- I'll teach you anyway. But anyway. Um, <laughs> you know, the more I listen to it, the more I feel okay about it. But I still won't say I'm a huge fan. Um, anyway, let's not go off into that tangent. Uh, the race was won by Ryan Priest. Then it was Gillen, Enfinger, Zane Smith, Friesen, Kraft, and Rhodes, Majeski, Hill, and Nemechek. Unfortunately, Derek Krause, who had a few bad pit stops after uh, stage a great stage one there, as we mentioned, um, he tried to fit into a closing hole, and he had a hard hit. Uh, racing deal, feel bad for him and that team because they were having a great wrong, and they had a great truck. Yeah, we saw him down in Milwaukee and asked him if he, how was that? And it was a hell of a hit. And we talked to Ty, you know, down in Milwaukee, and he apparently he got pinched by freezing and it put a put a hole in his front bumper and made him tight, and that's why he fell from fifth to eighth. But Ty was on his way for a top five there finish at the end, but he just kind of drifted back and got it. Still got a good popular eighth place finish. Not not bad at all. Yeah, actually, that was Nemechek that squeezed him. Was that Nemechek? Yeah. Nemechek. Uh, but, you know, he also said no fault to Nemechek. That's a racing deal. Wasn't mad about it or anything. But, unfortunately, the uh, outcome from it was a hole in the right right of the nose, and the tire just couldn't hold on with that air packing in there, and mm-hmm. it, it wore tight and lost a few positions there at the end. He was in the top five at one point. But, you know, all in all, a good run by him, too. So a couple of Wisconsin uh, boys having good runs there. Um Sauter's been picking up speed a little bit here too, so we want to mention him. Um, great to see those Wisconsin drivers up Just front. Just need Johnny to have more luck, though. His, yeah. his luck has really been on the sour side this year. Yep, yep. Um, Nashville for the Xfinity Series. Stage 1 was won by Sindrick, then Kyle Busch, Hemrick, Harrison Burton, Elgeyer, Jones, Elmendinger, Jeb Burton, Barry, and Snyder. Stage 2, it was Kyle Busch. Elgeyer, Hemrick, Harrison Burton, Annette, Barry, Jones, Sindrick, Haley, and Gregson. The race was won by Kyle Busch. It was Kyle Busch's 100 Xfinity victory. That's incredible. Um, I can't imagine winning 100 races in general, let alone one series. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of comments about that one. Uh, Elgeyer finishes second. Um, you know, he got loose battling Bush for the lead, and they were okay when that happened, but... It kind of stacked him up behind there, and Sindrick had one heck of a hit on the front stretch. Um, man. Yeah, it looked like eight tires are better than four when Allgaier was inside Kyle, and they were just rubbing, and then it kind of happened behind him a little bit. And Sindrick was driving along, he got clipped on the right side, and he went nose first under the flag stand, and that ruined his day, and, and <laughs> that was... That was part of that, but yeah, hey, Kyle Busch winning a hundred races—it's more than that now. But holy smokes, I mean, you know, when Kyle Busch comes to town, man, that's that's the guy to beat for for sure. Yep, yeah, absolutely, and it has been that way for for a while now. Uh, Harrison Burton was third fa- place. Barry Almendinger, Jones, Jeb Burton, Gregson, Austin Hill, and Herbst were the top ten. The Cup race stage one was won by Kurt Busch. Then Larson, Suarez, Kyle Busch, Austin Dillon, Stenhouse, Kozlowski, Logano, uh, Benedetto. Um, Elliott actually won stage one. Excuse me, Hamlin was 10th. Elliott actually won stage one but was DQ'd after the race for loose lugs. Uh, 
he believed he had four of them. Um, man, that's that's a tough one to swallow. Yeah, he was chirping at the end of that race that he, he knew he had a vibration. And to have that many loose lug nuts, and he still brought it home. But, uh, yeah, that, that they took everything away from him. They took the stage win and gave that to Kurt Busch. And so, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, that kind of, kind of sucks that you get uh, docked all the way to last place just because of loose lug nuts. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the other thing that was going on is there's a lot of brake and tire issues at that point. Blaney, Haley, Busher had them. Uh, Busher and Haley hit in the same spot, one after each other there. That was a weird thing. I don't know if I've seen that in my years of racing, yeah, both watching going, that. both going to the wall at the same time. And, you know, there was brake rotors and pads layering on the track, and I think that was some of the debris that some of the people didn't see. But, yeah, that place was eating up the brakes, man. The brakes were overheating there, so... Usually you don't, you know, the brake technology, you know, from all the years at Martinsville and like that, you would just think that they would get over that. It was kind of a strange deal to see something like a brake failure like what they were having. Yeah, it was. Uh, very strange. A stage two was won by Kyle Larson. Then it was Austin Dillon, Briscoe, Byron, Kyle Busch, Hamlin, Stenhouse, Elmerola, Harvick, Kurt Busch. Wallace and Custer had tire and brake issues in that stage. Uh, the race was won by Kyle Larson. Then it was Chastain, good run by him. Byron, Almarola, Harvick, Stenhouse, Suarez, Kurt Busch, Bell, Legano. It was Larson's fourth straight win, including the All-Star Race. Yeah, <laughs> he's on a roll, man. He's uh, then uh, during the week he just goes on dirt and he decides to win all them places too. He's uh, he's the winningest racer right now this summer. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> crazy. Uh, let's go into Pocono now. Uh, stage one was won by Zane Smith, Kyle Busch. Creed, Gillen, Chandler Smith, Rhodes, Friesen, Hill, Eckes, and Crafton were your top ten. Wood missed a shift or got too big of a shove and got wrecked. There's Johnny's luck we just talked about. He got collected. Yeah, he got collected in that too also. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, his luck moves on. Stage two was won by Nemechek. Then it was Rhodes, Friesen, Hill, Crafton, Barry, Majeski, Purdy, Enfinger, and Wright. The race was won by John Hunter Nemechek. Then it was Kyle Busch, Creed, Ankrum Hill, Crafton, Gillen, Zane Smith, Priest, and Kraus. Yeah, Majeski got a 14th off of that, and Kraus got a 10th. You know, um, Friesen, he busted the wall uh, in turn one, you know, uh, 10 laps ago. So that, that was kind of a bad deal for him. But uh, all in all, Pocono, um, fast race, 150 lap. I mean, the ARCA race is even longer than that. So talk about a, a short race, you know, 150 laps. I mean, it's all out, just flat out, try to make it happen. That's such a short race, 150 miler. I completely disagree and don't understand why the ARCA race is longer than the truck race. Um, I do not understand that at all. Uh, we talked to Ty about it. He did not either. And, uh, well... It is what it is, but that's uh, that's surprising to me. Um, but uh, <laughs> we'll we'll move on. Uh, stage one for the Xfinity Series was won by Harrison Burton, Hemrick, Allgaier, Sindrick, Elmendinger, Gibbs, Greg Gregson, uh, Burt, Jeb Burton, Haley, and Barry. Stage two was won by Gibbs. Then it was Gregson, Jones, Snyder, Herbst, Sindrick, Jeb Burton, Elmendinger, Barry, and Allgaier. Haley tried to slide up in front of San Mayer, and Mayer was there. They both hit the wall. Haley spun and walloped the inside wall, came back in front of the field, and Vargas had nowhere to go. Hard hits. Haley ended up missing the cup race later for precautionary reasons. Uh, bad incident. 
Yeah, Pocono, every once in a while you get a good whack, and it always seems like be on that back stretch back there when they're, when they're, yeah, when they're giving her hell like that. But yeah, they, they replaced Haley with uh, Allgaier for the cup race, but yeah, that was a heck of a hit, man. I mean, when he got hit, them tires came right off the ground. I mean, he got pummeled. Yeah, just an unbelievable whack. Um, wow, unbelievable. Uh, the race was won by Sindrick, then Gibbs, Allgaier, Gregson, Almendinger, Hemrick, Jones, Jeb Burton, Barry, and Snyder. You know, Harrison Burton lost it on lap 35 back then, and Hemrick got penalized on pit road. And that just absolutely ruined his day. We're waiting for Hemrick to win a race here. He sure is fast enough, you know, to make it happen, but it just didn't work out again. He got a penalty. Yeah. Uh, how many times... Can he finish second? Man, I just feel bad for him because he's had the car to beat at times and just can't get over that hump. But I will say this, when the when the drivers find that, you know, get over that hump, usually oh, they take off. Oh, then the winds just start yeah, popping along. Yeah, so. But the first one's the hardest one, and he yep. ain't got it yet. Yep, for sure. Uh, for the cup race, they ran two races. So the first one was after the truck race on Saturday. Stage one was won by Kyle Busch. Then it was Byron, Larson, Logano, Harvick, Hamlin, Kurt Busch, Suarez, Austin Dillon, and Reddick. Stage two was won by Kurt Busch. Larson, Logano, Byron, Blaney, Hamlin, Truex, Bowman, Kyle Busch, Keselowski. The race was won by Alex Bowman. Then it was Kyle Busch, Byron, Hamlin, Blaney, Kurt Busch, Logano, Harvick, Larson, Keselowski. Um, Larson passed Bowman with four to go, but blew a tire on the last lap in the last corner. Unbelievable. Um, they ended up inverting the top 20 for Sunday's race, but heartbreak for Larson, who was going for his fifth straight win. Yeah, for sure. You know, early in that first that first stage, you know, Keselowski, he tried to get across Cole Custer, and he just missed time that just, just a hair, and he put Cole Custer hard into the wall, and he ruined a good-looking Mustang there, buddy, and he put her down down in the corner down there, and it's just, just like, that was a bummer, you know. Um, Newman, he lost it off of turn one. Um, in my notes here, I kind of got Alfredo. I think he's, for some reason, Alfredo seems to be just a little bit over his head. I don't know. He's, a, he's an incident that just, um, um, I would have to say it looks like inexperience. Um, maybe in a little bit of luck too, but Alfredo seems to be in some some places that just needs a little bit more experience. My opinion. Yeah, no, I mean he is an experienced. I think he is a good driver. Uh, I know the door bumper clear guys have talked about Alfredo in the past and maybe not so friendly all the time. Um, but I think Alfredo's a good driver. I think he just needs some experience. I think that's a good way of putting it. Um, but boy, I think I said Larson's fifth fifth race which it would be the fifth race including the all-star race it would be fourth points race which would have tied a record and you know to benedetto when they had that gas can in that car and it took off on him that guy's just grabbing at the gas can and it just and it just slides out and goes to the next pit stall like yeah dang it you're you got out of the pit stall and it just ruins your day even if it's just but just something that simple and it just ruins your day there's another guy to benedetto you know he's uh he's got the talent he just needs to be in the right place at the right time, yep. and there's another one that needs some luck on this side. Yeah, for sure. And um, uh, even if that gas can goes halfway over into the next stall, it's that's a penalty, and that's that's all it takes. And the camera work was right on it. You know, they <laughs> yeah. do such a good job, you know, on TV, and they see that and just like, oh, 
you know, yep, you're doomed when that happens, but, you know, that's that's all part of it. Almost as good as camera work uh, as you. Um, I try. But then if I don't get it, people definitely lash out and say I need to focus. Yeah. And a lot of times nowadays yeah. you're hearing me yell, focus, you know, so I'm trying to get better, but uh, sometimes I need aiming fluid, you know, and, wow. I, and I can get there, so. Yeah. We're working on it. We're halfway through the season, and we'll see how it goes from far out. Who, who couldn't use aiming fluid? Huh? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. When you're at Milwaukee, and when you're on a mile racetrack, and you try to see over in three and four, <laughs> you know, that's way the heck over on that side of the county, you know, and you try to you try to zero in on that, and it's it's kind of precise because everything's so small over there. But, um, yeah, it takes a little bit of an act to do that. So um, I'm working at it, man. I'll keep, uh, I'll keep trying, man. <laughs> Uh, let's go into the second race for the Cup Series. This one had me excited. Great finish. Uh, stage one was won by Truex, Almirola, Keselowski, Blaney, Wallace, McDowell, Stenhouse, Reddick, Suarez, Logano. Stage two was Byron, Hamlin, Keselowski, Bell, Elliott, Truex, Kyle Busch, Larson, Almirola, Chastain. That's where Kyle Busch started having shifter issues. It was stuck in fourth career, which would be a huge disadvantage on pit stops and restarts uh it ended up being a fuel mileage fuel mileage race and it was exciting not because i had a great pick that day but because <laughs> because you didn't know who was gonna make it byron was close he had a pit and then uh you know, then Hamlin had to pit, and and uh, Brad, you knew he Brad had a pit, but he was going to stretch it and see what he could do. And Brad actually got out in front of Harvick, who was the best on fuel after his stop. So if everyone that was on fuel in fuel saving mode would have ran out, Brad would have won that race, which is incredible. Great pit stop by those guys. Um, Kyle Busch ends up lasting, and he pitted one lap later than Hamlin, and that's what got him the win. Incredible job. Uh, Larson was second. He also saved enough fuel. Then it was Kozlowski, Harvick, Wallace, Blaney, Bowman, Priest, Reddick, and Logano. You know, let's let's go back and in the, in the further back was there was uh, um, 42 laps to go. Um, Chase Elliott, he was going to come on pit road, and then he cut back across, and they said he didn't keep up speed. And him and Bell ended up switching positions, and those two got together, and Bell ended up cutting a back tire down. Well, then a lap later, then Chase cut a tire down, and that ruined both of their days. Yeah. But it all came down to that Kyle or uh, that Elliott was going to come into the pit, and he slowed down, and NASCAR determined that he was not keeping up pace. He lost that position, and on that restart, that caused that whole melee that ruined both of their races. The other thing that happened to Bell was him and Chastain got together. Chastain kind of squeezed them there, so Bell was a little bit of a pinball there. Yeah, so <laughs> it all worked out just because Chase didn't get on pit road, so it caused all that issue. Um, all in all, good race. Hey, Bubba Wallace with a top five, you know, and uh, hey, Ryan Priest, he got a, he, you know, he got a top ten, so good stuff uh, all the way around. Pocono, um, that actually was an exciting race. Um, looking at fuel stops, it was a classic fuel race. You know, yeah, it's written right there, buddy. And uh, we won't go there because of your pick. I couldn't believe it. Um, if you want me to go there, um, I was absolutely complaining because you had Kyle Busch as a pick. I had Hamlin, 
and he had to come in on the pit on the white flag. And, uh, you know, with Byron, they told him with like 10 laps to go, well, maybe you should stop and save fuel, you know. It's like saving for your 401k, you know, and all of a sudden 10 years into it, well, maybe you should save some more, you know, and just like should have told him beforehand, you know, that's the way I kind of look at it. I was complaining after that race. My wife knew that I got worked up about that. She kind of like, really? And I'm going, yes, really. These are college-educated people, and they can't figure this stuff out. So, yeah, I was distraught, and I told her it ruined my day. And, I, and, then, <laughs> and then you won the race, and then and then Kyle Busch, he actually needed a push because the clutch was burned right out of the car. And even Kyle even shrugged his shoulders and said, I never won one like this before. And just like, yeah, grr, but... All in all, yeah, if I boil it all down, hey, the heartbeat was going. I was actually into that race, like, who's going to do this? Who's going to finish it all up? And it's amazing how somebody that's stuck in fourth gear with no clutch can actually come back and win that race. Yeah. You, yeah. Don't, you don't see that every no, day. No, <laughs> it's no. wild. It was, uh, it was exciting. It was awesome. Um, regardless, even if your pick would have won, I was, I was up. I, I didn't care at picks at that point. I just... This is exciting. I'm on the edge of my I seat. I didn't talk you to know. you for two days afterwards. <laughs> you said, did you watch the race? And it was, no, no, I didn't see the Pocono, <laughs> I didn't see the Pocono Arco race yet. And that was really true because I didn't want your gloat that day. And so I just kind of like left it lay there for two days. Uh, yeah, I boiled over a little bit on that one. I had to go to work. And uh, but uh, it was what it was, and yeah, Kyle deserved it. But you don't see that every day that no. something like that happens. That was a that was a weird one there. I did give you a call, but I did not call to gloat. I wanted to talk about the actual race and what happened, and it was just exciting. It was uh, yeah. After about the four sends after you were talking, about, so oh by the way, I had Kyle. I, yes, we know this. <laughs> I don't remember doing that. If I could reach through the phone, <laughs> if I could only reach through. The phone. I was I was but just excited at the race. It was it was an it was good race, though. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to say that. Yeah, I had the excitement got up uh, up there watching the the fuel mileage race. You don't see them too many often, and more times than not, they usually make it. You know, you don't actually see people fall off. And that's two years in a row with Pocono, yeah. where they, all of a sudden they're coming, and you know. If you run out of gas, it's two and a half miles to get around that place. And if you're dead in the water back back on the back stretch, I mean, that's even worse than just coming in and getting a splash. So, yeah, um, yeah different different kind of racetrack, the tricky triangle uh, that does that. So, And Pocono is known for few miles races, but it's interesting with this doubleheader weekend how the first one is... Usually it doesn't turn into it, but the second one does. The last two years, that's how it's been working. I wish they'd run more doubleheader races. You know, Pocono brought that back last year, and they did it this year. I'd like to see a lot of racetracks that would like to do a Saturday invert on Sunday. That It's interesting. Yeah, it's different, and uh, um, I hope more tracks actually pick that up. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I enjoy it. It's, it's good stuff. Uh, well, let's talk about the races in our backyard, Road America. Uh, I was on site for both races. It was a blast. Actually, before we get into it, this podcast is sponsored by Brian Luther and Van Luther Motorsports. I was with Brian and Van Luther Motorsports all weekend. Fox City's towing, finish line towing. Great guys. Uh, they made the experience that much better. We went karting. We I sat underneath their tents, used their chairs. 
great, great people. Thank you very much for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you for the hospitality this past weekend at Road America. It was an absolute blast. Those guys are all right, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I tangled with them last year when I was at the Xfinity. Yeah, we did. I had, I had a slave lad this year, so I, I was stuck down at work. But, uh, um, well, I didn't slave too much. I got to still see the race. <laughs> No boss at work. The cat, the cat's away. The mice will play, and that's kind of what I did. So I watch, I watch the Xfinity race, and but still, anyway, what a crowd down there, and uh, good to see, uh, you know, the Xfinity, especially the Cup race that was there this weekend, quite successful. Yeah, and and you know, yeah, we ran up with them last last year. This year was even that much better with the Cup series there. Um, thank you again, guys. We appreciate it. Uh, you know. Let's talk about the race, and then we'll talk about the experience down there. Uh, Xfinity race, stage one was won by A.J. Allmendinger. Then it was Sindrick, Jeb Burton, Haley, Gregson, Hemrick, Allgaier, Annette, Balicki, and Herbst. Stage two was won by A.J. Allmendinger. Then it was Allgaier, Hemrick, Haley, uh, Kyle Busch, Jones, Gibbs, Sindrick, Harrison Burton, and Herbst. The race was won by Kyle Busch's 101st Xfinity <laughs> Series win. Hemrick, Annette, A.J. Allmendinger, Harrison Burton, Harvick, Herbst, Sindrick, Gregson, and Haley. There were a couple of Cup Series drivers in this race to get some experience around there. It was a great race. The big things that happened was Spencer Pompelli lost brakes, got into the corner, and he was all right, but it was a hard hit. And then the other incident happened just before we were sitting in turn three. It happened just before us. Um, it actually tumbled down to us. Uh, Natalie Decker, unfortunately, a Wisconsin driver, um, she was in the race, ended up hitting the 26 car literally right in front of us. Um, so it kind of carried down that hill into three. And uh, Elgeyer was involved. Sindrick was involved. So there were some big things that happened. There, there. were some signs involved, too. One yeah, got, one got like whacked 40 really feet good. in the air. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> the sign went flying. That's how we knew something was happening. Byatt Snyder was the one that actually got turned first. And he, went, he backed into the outside wall and in the concrete. And then it was just... Um, it ended up being accordion, and uh, Allgaier just slammed uh, the uh, the 22 car. Hey, how about Kyle Busch going up there and trying to straighten the fender out with his front fender? You know, he was kind of bumping him, trying to help him out. You never see that too often where you see some guy actually trying to straighten the fender out while you're going around the track. But he radioed in, and he told Cindric he wasn't going to make it, that, that there was just too much of a rub that was there. But, hey, Kyle Busch won that race, but there was a tire rub going on there, and if everybody remembers when Kyle Larson was, everybody was going, oh, he's going to make history and he's going to win this race. And as he went the last corner, he cut that tire down and he beat the wall down in turn three and still finished ninth. But, you know, everybody was thinking, hey, Kyle's got a tire rub and we'll see where that goes. And, uh, um, yeah, <laughs> it ended up being a super race, man. Good it was, job. for sure, for sure. Let's get into the Cup Series now. Uh, you know, Mark, the Cup Series at Road America, it's cool seeing the Xfinity Series and all that, and it's cool going to places that have the Cup Series. Let me tell you what, where we were sitting in turn three, and you see the Cup cars come, and you almost feel like you can touch them, you're that close at a road course, it's an indescribable feeling, and then you see the, you know, the Xfinity cars are great, and they're engineered, but then you see the Cup cars, and you're like, wow, they just look like engineered pieces of art. It's hard to explain, but you just you get a different feeling when they come there. And I met a guy, um, I believe his name was Steve, and he was from Iowa. 
and he ended up borrowing a, a map to a member of the group and they said well you, you know we're down here you can come over by us we have this tent you can sit under and all that and he did and we we're watching the start of the race they were coming down the hill into turn three and Austin they passed and he looked at him and he was crying pretty good and I talked to him throughout the first and second stages and he had tears flowing for the first 10 laps of that race and he said to me he said all I've ever wanted to be in this spot I waited my whole life to be in this spot and to see those cars tumbling down and it just put it in perspective like I love racing it's a large part of my life and then you see someone like that and you're just you know you're thinking road america it's cool seeing the cup cars and you get a little emotional over it because it's cool but then you see this guy and you're like man this guy has waited his whole life to get to road america to see this and we've wanted to see it but we've been to road america and seen xfinity mm -hmm. series so it's a little different for us and uh he was just overcome with emotion so that was great getting to know him and, and seeing him and that's how much racing means to us and it means to other people which is it's indescribable. It's Sometimes awesome. it matters more to know what we do, and we think we're the ultimate, but there's others out there that even means even more. You know, I know so many people that were just, just wanted to come to, uh, you know, Milwaukee. Through all them years, you know, when Xfinity or the Bush Series was in Milwaukee and the Truck Series, that they wanted the cup to come to Milwaukee, you know, and try to rival New Hampshire. It's the same kind of, same kind of setup, and, you know, it never worked out that way. Um, you know, we waited for many years for Cup to come to Road America. And then, of all things, they take the Daytona Firecracker 400 off the schedule and they fill it with Road America on a 4th of July weekend. Like, holy smokes. And I believe there was over 100,000 fans that was there. Um, hey, I got to ask you, um, when you hear them cars... You know, come roaring by. They don't sound like an Xfinity car, no. do they? I mean, no. there sounds like more horsepower. Yes. You know, and the way that they handle and the way that they go through the corners, it, it had to be an awesome sight to see that. Oh, it was it was incredible. I watched um, the first majority. I watched the majority of the race from turn three there where we were sitting. Um, yeah, it's just a different. I didn't even wear a headset because the sound was so cool. Like usually, I'll listen to the drivers and all. I didn't. I I tried it. Didn't bother with it. And the, the sound was so cool, and you could tell more power. They were wheeling it a little more off the corner. Then I went to go finish the race down in turn five because there was uh, supposed to be a burnout in interview. We'll talk about that in a little second without giving it away. But uh, it's just a different feel with the cup guys there. It's a different feel. And you can't really explain it other than you look at the cars and you can just tell, wow, that's just a perfect car it's engineered it's different than the xfinity series that we've seen in the last decade or longer um incredible is the only way that i can i can describe that um but uh the ra let's get into the race a little bit and we'll talk a little bit more about it uh stage one was won by byron who had the pole uh aj Larson, Reddick, Chastain, Hamlin, Bell, Bowman, Kurt Busch, and Elliott were the top 10 there. Stage 2, the top 10 was Reddick, Byron, Chastain, Larson, Kurt Busch, Logano, Harvick, Wallace, Haley, and Kyle Busch. And the race was won by Chase Elliott. And then it was Bell, Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch, Hamlin, Briscoe, Chastain, Reddick, Truex, and Matt DiBenedetto. The, I went to turn 5 to try to get some good photos and videos of the burnout. 
and Chase drove by us, and uh, everyone was kind of upset about that, booing and all that. He did a hell of a burnout on the front stretch, grabbed the flag. He ended up coming down for the interview in, in turn five there. I have some great uh, photos. He did do a little bit of a burnout. He got it down to the uh, to the rim there and actually needed a push truck back around the whole whole course instead of taking the cut out there. But uh, man, what a what a day that was! Um, it, it's ju- it's just a different feel. I, I hope you're able to attend next year. You know, when Chase was in the media center and he actually talked about you know talking about being up here in Wisconsin he goes you know I haven't been around here much you know he ran one Milwaukee race and he came up and he was uh well Slinger he was supposed to run but he ended up being the marshal of the race so he's never been around here and he goes I'm I'm surprised of all the the nine gear that's out there and I really don't deserve that in these parts and he was just in awe of all the fans that were out there and he just like he gave Wisconsin just one big um, kudos to everybody that was there. Kyle Bush was another one. He goes, you know, I'm used to being around here, being at Lacrosse and Kakana and Madison, Milwaukee. What he said on there, and he, you know, he put it out there of how good the fans are here and how welcome they feel here in Wisconsin. You know, the fans of Wisconsin here need to be proud of what they have, and uh, you know, as long as they pack these racetracks and it keeps popular like it is. It's only going to get better, man, and it's it's you know, I think two thumbs up of what happened at Road huh. America, and they'll be back next year for sure. You know, if I had a third thumb, it would be three thumbs up. Yeah. It was awesome. It was so cool. Um, you're so close to the track. You're safe, but you're closer to the track. It's not like going. And I've been to Chicagoland. It's cool being down there. You even get to go down into the infield. You're still even when you're in the grass and you can see the pit boxes. You're not as close to these cars running or when they even roll out. You're not as close to the cars as you are at Road America. It is phenomenal. The place is pristine. I didn't think I would like road racing. We ended up going up there for a few years in a row when it first came here with the Xfinity Series. I was blown away. Even when you're in a corner, they have a TV there. And people, I know some fans that haven't experienced it will say, well, I can watch it at home if I'm going to watch it on TV. No, 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 no. no. It is a different atmosphere when you are there. It's the, you don't get the smell, the sights, the sounds. You're not as close. It's, it's awesome. You need to go there. Then the friendly people. And you're going to run into friends that you know, you know, all of a sudden or drivers or anybody on a driver's team and you get to know these people you know you run into them and everybody's there and I mean it's just down-to-earth great people I think that's what I really like about it not only that the racing is all there but it's the people that drive that sport and that's why I just get all hyped up about it yeah and here's another example of it you just said people running into you know drivers all that uh I was Brian who sponsors this podcast we just talked about Brian Luther he is part of uh, the Van Luther Motorsports and Fox City's Towing and all that. He has a moped and a golf cart. So there was times where I was able to take the moped or he took me on the golf cart with him. The first, the first like, half hour, maybe 15, 10 minutes I was there, we ended up driving right by Jeff Burton in the NBC sports cart. And then on Sunday when I was going to turn five and I was kind of rushing to get there, I drove right by Richard Childress. And 
you know, just seeing them and you're like, wow, this is a different company. This is so cool. Uh, remember when we were there one of the times we sat up uh, by the Elkhart Lions and we were overlooking turn five, the last part of the S's and before they go up the hill. Who was there? Kenny Schrader watching his ARCA car. And we got to shake his hand and he was at Oshkosh the night before it happened that night. So we thanked him for coming up here. But it's just, you, you know, you see fans taking pictures and talking to the spotters that are there. Spotters are over all over the course you run into. Um, without, if you haven't been there, you need to go there and then you'll see what we're talking about. Um, it's amazing how much you can interact with, with, you know, bigger drivers or people who yeah. know the bigger drivers. And if you get the right angle, whatever, you can actually get in there where you can make contact yeah. with these people. They are accessible and you can actually do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Road America is just a special place. Please go visit it, support that place. You touched on one thing I want to move, uh, transition into. You talked about fans wanting uh, Milwaukee to be on the schedule. With the way the new schedule works off, why couldn't we do it where Milwaukee and Road America were either the same weekend, um, like they do the Pocono thing, or back-to-back -back weekends? That would be... That would be cool. That would be cool, too. And you know what? We'd pack the house because that's what we do in Wisconsin. We would be able to do that. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, hey, put a bug in NASCAR's ear and let's make it happen. Well, hey, hey you never know who's listening, so <laughs> yeah, that's what we're yeah, trying yeah, to do, that's, right? That's yeah. good, man. Just something to think about. Yeah. Well, uh, everyone, we're here at the Slinger National. Hang on a second. I'm going to roll down the window, and if you can put a little background music here. We're in the parking lot here. Sitting in the air conditioning in a hot slinger. The Nationals is here. So a little music there in the background. But anyway, yes, Lauren, we're at Slinger. I'm happy. How about you? Yeah, we're, we're, we might be in a race to fight the weather here a little bit. Hopefully it'll turn out. It is hot. You can see that it's starting to cloud up here a little bit too. Um, either way, if it, it rains out, it'll be tomorrow. So we'll catch some good racing down here. Slinger Nationals is a heck of an event. And you talk about what a... You know, Road America being July 4th weekend, then you got Slinger the next Tuesday. You, sh you know, I'm sh there for, is a good chance that there's some NASCAR teams, drivers, employees here at this track today. You know, Eric Jones is going to race. I'm surprised Kyle Busch or someone else isn't. I know Kyle sold or isn't doing the super late model team anymore. Um, but that's another thing that can coincide with it as well. What, okay, I just thought about this on the spot. Whoa. Um, Okay. Hit me again. <laughs> Road, <laughs> Road America, July 4th weekend. Slinger Nationals the next Tuesday. Milwaukee that following weekend. Hey, what about the white race up at Kakana? Yeah. Yeah, throw that in there too. And, okay. and throw yeah, a couple around right. there for a super late model race. So I think that's my phone that's going off messages. But anyway, um, hey, make it a big, you know, they do the, the West Coast deal. Well, let's do a Wisconsin deal. And yep. I guess what? We'd pack the house. Yep. We would fill the place yep. up and we would make yep. it happen. That would be really cool, man. Yeah, I, I like what you're saying, uh, or what I brought up and you added to it, uh, the white race that I included there. So Road America, July 4th weekend. Uh, Slinger Nationals that Tuesday. The white race Thursday at uh, Wisconsin International Raceway, which is the 50th annual white race yes. this uh, Thursday. Yeah. And then uh, Milwaukee the following weekend. How you couldn't work it out better than that. Let's make that happen. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. You know, been really busy this summer. Huh. You know, that's why we haven't been doing podcasts. Yeah. You know, we, you've been going off your way and doing your stuff. I'm doing my stuff. I've done yeah. some World of Outlaws. I've I've done some of that. 
I'm doing this, I'm going to do some more World of All Laws, going back to Kakana for the white race, and jumping all over, say, we are in the meat of the schedule, it's just all out, and, you know, my wife, my wife got me up at 6 o'clock this morning, says, come on, you got to get going, it's Slinger Nationals, you know, and all of a sudden, okay, and I kind of was a little bit down about the weather, and but you know what? We're going to get these cars on the track, and it's going to cause that, you know, that that swirl in the atmosphere, and we're going to keep that away, and we're going to have a super show here at the 200 at the at the nationals. We'll be all right. That's all we need, man. That's all we need. That's all we need. If Lauren Leach says we're going to be all right, we are going to be all right. So, um, so we're going to get a hold of Ty and Derek here eventually. I think we might do a little bit after racing here if we get this in. We're gonna go down and interview some drivers, and we'll we'll throw some of that in here. And uh, yeah. but uh, yeah, we're in our happy place, man. We're we're racing this tonight. Yeah, we'll do uh, video. So if you're listening to this, which is a good chance you're listening to it after, check out our Facebook page for the videos from tonight. We'll do videos instead of audio, like we have been for the short track stuff that we've been doing. So part of the reason we haven't been doing podcasts is because we've been doing pre and post race interviews at the actual tracks on location today we didn't get to do pre-race but we'll do post-race for you for the slinger nationals here um and then we'll also do that for the uh right race hopefully uh coming up on thursday uh so go look at that facebook page it's ll sports network pronounced double l sports network so so go check that out we hope to run into derek and uh ty uh and get them together on here for the audio version to uh, catch up with them on their nascar experiences as well uh, before we end this thing, tomorrow someone has a special day coming up. So uh, what's that? We're gonna run the rain out from uh, tonight's race at <laughs> well, Slinger, huh? That could happen, but uh, it's your birthday, so uh, happy birthday, man! Thanks, Thanks, man. It's just another day, the way I look at it. But uh, man, the people already are overflowing, and uh, makes me feel special. Um, yeah, and I have a lot of special people that are out there, and I love them all. And you go to my Facebook page on Facebook, and I put it out there for the fans. Um, people say I should go to YouTube, and I can make a career out of it. I'm not interested in that. I just want to promote short track racing, and I just want the fans to, you know, if this place is absolutely packed tonight where it's standing room only, I feel like I've done my job. That that is my goal is to keep short track racing alive and keep it moving. And that's that's my goal. And if it goes to anything further than that, well then so be it. But you know, with our podcast like that and how popular we can become or whatever, but it still comes down that I want the fans to pack the place, to keep these keep these series and keep these cars coming back and yeah. Hey, there's nothing better than the sport that I love. Oh, it's a number yeah. one sport, man. Yeah, and I and so, I love it as well. But and, thank you, man. And uh, I'm 29 yeah. again. Hell yeah, <laughs> I'm 29 again. I love it. Well, yeah. Ha- <laughs> uh, happy birthday again. Thank you for being such a great friend, uh, a great podcaster uh, with me. I appreciate your input on this thing. Um, couldn't do it without you. The first person I asked to come on board. Um, to help me do this because I know your knowledge and, and your history of being a fan and you would enjoy doing something like this. So I appreciate it. I appreciate your friendship. Uh, 
it's it's been a great friendship and I'm I'm glad we are friends and we do all this and speaking of it we didn't put out a podcast for a while not only did we have races on site we were going to um and then some family we had some technical difficulties so uh, we appreciate your patience on, on this uh fans as well um but uh why yeah, you, let's. Why don't you tell them you're up three on the picks too for the Winchester? Aren't aren't you up? Maybe four. I think I'm, it's four right now, ain't it? Yeah, so whoever I pick lately, I've ruined their career. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I've just yeah. absolutely I'm up to the plate swinging for the fences, <laughs> and I'm striking out lately. And wow. and uh, but I take it all with stride. Sometimes I don't talk to you for two days <laughs> afterwards because I'm a little sore, but but I get over it and we move on and uh, we'll be you all know, right. So. In one weekend, I can gain three back yeah, on you. And, that's and, a thing. And, and that's coming up here. So before this weekend, we're going to have to figure out who's going to win at Hotlanta this weekend. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's the thing. We'll do that off air this time. We'll figure out our picks. We've been doing it off air yep, as, as sure. well. Um, so we'll figure out our picks for Atlanta. But, uh, yeah, I think I'll be up four now if I'm not mistaken. But that's the thing. It goes in streaks. And that was what I was going to say before you said I can pick up three in one weekend because that can absolutely happen in a heartbeat. Uh, so it's not over yet. I think we got, what, eight race weekends so, left like uh, before it's the end of the regular season, which was the deal. So, hey, we got our camping all set up for Winchester now. So that's uh, that's all set. So all we need is our tickets when they become available. So we're looking forward to the 50th annual Winchester 400 coming up here in October. But in the meantime, it's Slinger Nationals, the right race this Thursday at Wisconsin International Raceway. Other stuff going on. SRX back down here on Slinger Saturday. So they're, like you said, we're in the meat of the schedule and we'll uh, do our best to cover it as time allows. But uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening. Mark, thanks for you. Hope you have a great birthday tomorrow. Maybe we'll be back down here. Maybe we won't. But either way, happy birthday, and thanks again. One way or another, I will get steak. There will be steak. <laughs> that is my birthday wish this year that we have to go meet. And so, <laughs> and I mean, if I go racing here, well, then I have to delay it a little bit. But uh, that is my birthday wish this year. Steak with a beer chaser, and I'll be happy with that and, and get Breakfast. Lined. Yeah, tomorrow. And, okay. If it, it rains out, there's nothing wrong with having steak and a beer for breakfast. All right, let's do it. And then uh, you want me to join you? Okay. Well, you're worth it. Yeah. And then when your birthday <laughs> oh, comes thanks. up next month, you're guess what? It. We'll take you to Perkins and look for, <laughs> and we'll look for some pancakes for you, yeah, yeah. huh? All right. Deal. All right. First, deal. we gotta find the Perkins that's open to get yeah, the pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. So, cool deal. Thanks, man. Yeah, Thank, yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, there's a story behind that Perkins deal. But <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks, everyone. Thanks, Mark. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, man. See you later. This has been a production of Double L Sports Network. Hope you all enjoyed it, and thank you for listening.